This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we're talking about the type of book you absolutely should not be doing for your first book, especially if you're wanting to leverage your book for your business. Of course, that's why you're here, right? Because you're ready to become an author entrepreneur. So spoiler alert, I'm actually going to cut to the chase here. The type of book we're talking about today, the common mistake, the type of book that you should not be doing for your first book especially is, drumroll please, a journal, a diary, a workbook, any sort of fill-in-the-blanks book that is not an actual chapter book. I hope I'm not bursting your bubble here because if you've been thinking about doing this, hear me out until the end of this episode on why I advise against this and what you can do instead. So if you've put in a lot of work, don't think it's going to go to waste. I have some good ideas for you. You know, quick story. I've always felt like I was behind in life, at least by a few years. And when you're growing up, a few years feels like a lot. (laughs) And as you get older, it's like a couple years is nothing. But, you know, I didn't start university until I was 22 because I had spent four years at a community college before I transferred over to San Diego State University. I was taking my time. I was dilly-dallying a little bit. And then I graduated with my bachelor's degree at age 25 because, because, again, I spent three years at university and I dilly-dallied. And I remember after I graduated my first corporate job, my boss and my boss's boss were both younger than me, which felt kind of odd. I didn't get married till I was close to 30. And my husband and I didn't start trying for a baby until we were both in our mid-30s. So it's probably why when I had the idea to do a book in my own life and in my own business, I didn't want to wait, right? Like I felt like I was already behind in life. (laughs) So I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to put decades into my business before moving forward with my book dreams. Yes, I kind of had to overcome some mental hurdles like I've shared with in the past, but I still moved pretty quickly given everything else that was happening, right? And I'm so glad I did that looking back. Hindsight is 2020 because Everything in my book changed my path forward for the better, and the rest is history. But I digress. I actually went off on a tangent there. So let's go back to Jessica, age 25. I was a college grad. I was getting my first real job with a paycheck, and I was getting my first real apartment. So think about when you were getting your first apartment, right? You didn't know what the heck you were doing. That was me. I had no idea what I needed to buy. I remember all my friends at the time, they were way ahead of me in their life stage. They had husbands and kids and houses that they owned, and I was still trying to figure out what the heck am I supposed to buy for this blank space that I was getting, right? So I had called one of my friends from college. Her name was Megan, and she was younger than me, but she was going to guide me. And so we met at Ikea, and I remember her asking me, okay, Jessica, what have you purchased already? What do we need to get here? And I said, oh, I've got lots of stuff. I have kitchen stuff, like utensils and pots and pans. And oh, I have a few bathroom towels. Oh, I just bought a lamp. And she cut me off and she said, okay, what about furniture? And I said, I haven't bought that yet. And she mentioned to me, but you need the big stuff. Jessica, you need the essentials. The essential stuff comes first and all that smaller stuff can come later. 
And I took a deep breath and I said, I know it's just the big stuff feels like it takes a lot more to think about, a lot more energy to decide, and it feels overwhelming. So I just end up avoiding it. She looked me straight in the eye and she said, essentials come first. And this is like your book. It is the essential. Everything else, all of the smaller things, like a journal or a workbook and all the other things, I don't even want to call them filler because I don't feel like that's fair to those things, but the book, the big thing, that is the one that is essential and all the other things can come later. Listen, I know the appeal of a journal or a workbook, especially since it feels easier to approach from your end, right? Like as the business owner, as the one that's so busy, it might seem like it's easier to tackle, easier to accomplish because you're like, I won't write a whole book. I'll just do like a great introduction. I'll put together a really helpful workbook and it's going to be great for my readers, right? It's going to be great for my future clients and customers. And I get that. Okay, but let's talk about why you don't want to do this for your book. So I have three reasons why you absolutely should not do a journal type of book for your book. The first reason is that, quite honestly, journals have lower conversions, and it's because they're a much harder sell from the reader standpoint. So when you think about a book, your book, your chapter book, a book provides a solution. You're essentially selling a solution. You're saying, okay, you're the reader. You have this problem, right? This book is going to tell you the strategy so that you can overcome that and get to where you want to be. But a journal or a workbook, on the other hand, It feels like it gives homework, right? Because you're not just trying to sell someone a solution that they can either take or leave. You're trying to sell them on, you have to do this every single day, or this is going to be added to your already daily schedule, right? So I want you to think about how many journals have you bought recently? When I think about myself and I was putting notes together for this episode, I went through my Kindle and I've read 26 books in the last 12 months and I've purchased one journal right? So that's like 5% of my purchases have been in the journal category and everything else has been in the book category. And by the way, that one journal that I purchased in the last 12 months, it's the same one I always buy and have been buying for years. And that's the five minute journal. But it's because I know that if I am buying a book, I can take it and do it at my leisure, where if I'm buying a workbook or a journal, In order for it to be effective, I have to work it into my already busy schedule. And your reader is the same way. So it's just a harder sell from that standpoint. That's the first reason. The second reason why you shouldn't do a journal type of book is because journals and workbooks, they can't be listed on Kindle. So Kindle is obviously the e-reader that Amazon has. And fill-in-the-blank books like that, they go against Kindle Terms of Service for obvious reasons, because no one wants to purchase something and then they get it on their e-reader or their Kindle device, and it's just a bunch of fill-in-the-blanks, right? And there are some workbooks you'll see that are able to kind of skirt around this rule. But as a general rule of thumb, you don't want to try and skirt around it because you don't want to ever put yourself with flags or red flags around it when it comes to Amazon. And why do you need Kindle? Why do you want to have your book listed on Kindle and Amazon? Because this is where your bestseller rank will come from. It is a much simpler path to top the charts on Kindle versus paperback. There's, again, various reasons for that. I should probably write down 
all the reasons and do a separate podcast episode about why the pathway to the top of the charts on Kindle is easier. But I'll, I'll say this. Paperback charts are much more competitive. Kindle charts, there's more of them. There's more categories. And all of the authors I work with in my business, when we're working to get them to the top of the charts, we're working to get them to the top of the charts of Kindle, not paperback. Now, you can do both at the same time. That's great. But because your journal or your workbook can't be listed in the Kindle categories because it cannot be listed in the Kindle uh, section, that automatically cuts off half of your chances or even more because of the way the algorithms work for ranking at the top of the charts and you becoming a bestseller. And the third reason why you absolutely should not do a journal or workbook type of book is because journals don't connect emotionally like chapter books do right? So think about the stories and the struggles you read when you're reading a book. They draw emotion, right? And that's what you want to have with your reader. Because as we always talk about, the goal is not the money you make from your book. The goal with your book is the money you get on the back end of the book with your business. And the way that pathway is built is through the connection. That first pathway is built is through the connection that your reader gets when they're going through those stories and the struggles via a chapter book. And you as an author entrepreneur and your thought leader status is built via the strategies that are kind of built upon each other chapter by chapter by chapter. You don't get that with a workbook because again, a workbook is very individual, right? If I buy a workbook or journal, I'm doing the work every day in there. I'm not connecting with the words of the author. I'm connecting with myself. So to recap these three reasons why you should not do a journal or workbook type of book, the first reason is that they have lower conversions and are a much harder sell from the reader standpoint. The second reason is because journals can't be listed on Kindle. And the third reason is that journals and workbooks don't emotionally connect like chapter books do. So after all of that, now that we're getting towards the end of this episode, if you still want to do a journal... I have three tips for you. The first would be, if you still want to do a journal or workbook, make it a mostly chapter book with a workbook built in. A really good example of this is Catherine Zankina. She's at Manifestation Babe on Instagram. She wrote a, she self-published a book called Unleash Your Inner Money Babe in, I think, 2017. Her and I were kind of connected. Uh, That's a long story that we won't get into, but she did a great job of creating a book, a workbook that was really heavy in stories and connections, but still was mainly a workbook. And by the way, before I wrote or yeah, but while I was writing my notes and before I recorded this episode, I actually looked up her book to see if it was listed on Kindle and it is. So she's a good example of someone that kind of, sort of, was able to list her stuff on Kindle, even though workbooks aren't really supposed to go on Kindle. And I know she was able to do that because it's more than just fill in the blank pages every day. It has more meat to it. So if you still want to do that type of book, kind of use that as a guideline so that you're getting a little bit of the best of both worlds. Now, I wouldn't advise on that. I actually, you know, if that is something that you want to do, girl, go for it. I still want you to follow your intuition. But if you're asking me in my professional opinion, then do a workbook for your second book. Do your chapter book first, journal or workbook second. So that would be my advice to you. But if you really want my 
top of the top wisdom here, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't know. There's plenty of people that have more wisdom than me when it comes to this stuff. But if if you're taking what I know in this industry and what I would advise for someone like you who wants to be an author entrepreneur, the win-win thing for you to do here, for you to step into your power as an author entrepreneur is, okay, let's say you already have a workbook in the works. Great. Kind of shelve that for now, right? Focus on doing a chapter book. So self-publish a chapter book on Amazon. And then what you'll do is you'll sprinkle in mentions of an accompanying workbook all throughout your book, all throughout your chapter book. You're going to talk about how, you know, I have a workbook that goes great with this. And you'll sell that workbook on your website as part of a low ticket bundle. I'm thinking maybe like a $49 PDF workbook and mini workshop bundle. And then what you're doing is you're basically seeding that next step for your reader to go from reader of chapter book into buyer in your business. Because when you have both, when you have a reader that becomes a buyer in your business, girlfriend, that's the author entrepreneur path. Because then you're getting the best of both worlds, right? You're getting your workbook out there, but you're leading with the chapter book. You're leading with that essentials, right? The furniture, as (laughs) we go back to my story example earlier in the episode. But no matter what you do, go get it. Because when you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.